Oh, I forgot how to be compassionate. I'm already breaking wow, it. I'm already making fun of you. That's my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I almost started recording with the wrong microphone again. Oh boy. <laughs> it's been like two weeks and I already forgot how to do this. I started recording wrong. So it's been a while. Yeah. Um Well, we're, I was thinking of doing a recording last week, but then uh, my kids got sick. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's COVID in the house. <laughs> and my voice is, I think, I'm, I, think I have COVID. <laughs> oh boy. Because <laughs> my throat is like, I don't know if you can hear my voice, it's a little weird. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. But I, I decided we're going to record anyway, so I, I might as well. So sorry for my sniffling and my voice. It sounds a little bit different than usual. So now you are in your new place. I mean, yeah, for the last episode, I was also. Oh, you were? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, moved. oh, I forgot. It's been a while. Wow. I don't, oh, wow. I don't feel the love here. I just I forget I feel everything. very neglected. I'm not going to remember that information. Wow. <laughs> That's okay. At least you're giving me the disclaimer. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. they're, they're home. home. All oh, right. Home right. Yeah. Because yeah. they have coronavirus. <laughs> and my little, the little one is patient zero in his house because isn't she always? She's always <laughs> giving people all the illnesses. Like seriously, yeah. and she's always okay. She's the one that's like, you know, the one that is in better condition than everyone else. Yeah. It always happens. <laughs> like this time too, she came in here and she came home and like she started to say, I'm a little bit sick and her throat was bothering her a little bit. <clears throat> and then um, she got a bit of fever and then the next day she would like, she like seriously coughed like I think like three times in a day or twice. And one of those times was in front of the other one's face, <laughs> in front of her brother's face. She was talking to him and she just goes, Kah! <laughs> right you know he's talking his face is like right in front of her and he's like ah my mouth was open <laughs> <laughs> and then he started to get sick two days later and when he started to feel sick he's like is that is my daughter's name he's like you coughed on me it's your fault and i'm like okay okay stop this up because first of all i didn't even believe him that he was starting to feel sick <laughs> because he's so dramatic like he's so so when he got sick, you know, we were sleeping, right? And he comes in, it's like 3 a.m. or something. He comes in, and he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, what is it, what is it? And then he's like, Ugh. he's like not saying what's wrong. So I'm just like, oh my god, is it a nightmare? He says, yes. So I'm like, it's a nightmare. And he's like, I feel sick. And I'm like, which is it? <laughs> it's in his was, blood. He can't help it. I know, I'm so dramatic too. I was like totally like invalidating his experience. <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay, tell me what's wrong. And then he started to tell me like his head hurt and his chest. He was like, my chest is like, I feel pressure in my chest. And then I started to get worried because he never gets colds like that. Mm -hmm. And the one time that he got really sick is when he got pneumonia. <laughs> and I also didn't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. But then like, you know, because of that, my husband always bugs me reminds me no because he's really dramatic and he didn't have any other symptoms except just lying down on the couch and he's like what <laughs> what, <laughs> what? <laughs> you're lying down on the couch and he's like watching tv and i'm like okay come on and he's like i can't walk <laughs> and i'm like i'm like okay okay this is not a vacation okay <laughs> wait what that was that. like this time or the pneumonia time the pneumonia time <laughs> Because he didn't have fever. Okay, so... Alright. I got really acute pneumonia when I was a kid. And I remember pneumonia, how it felt. Mm -hmm. um, I couldn't breathe. Like, when I would take a deep breath, like, I would feel... Like, I couldn't really breathe properly. And my... Now, you can see, like, the rib cage Because, you know, you're trying to breathe. And, you know, your lungs are, like, infected. So you can't mm -hmm. breathe. And I was short of breath, and I had really high fever, and just I felt sick, and I was really, really sick, and I almost died. He was just on the couch, <laughs> and his, 
<laughs> Seriously. <laughs> he was breathing fine. I was like, he's fine. And okay, so PSA. If you have a fever of like three days or something, it can seem like it's not really that suspicious if it's low. Like his fever was very low. It was like, I guess in Fahrenheit, it would be like, I don't know, like 98.5 or something, which is a bit, is that high? I don't even remember. That's like normal temperature, right? 98.6. All right. So let's say he was like at 99. What? (laughs) What? No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm saying his temperature was like, it was like a very, very low fever. Like it wasn't really like a fever fever. Uh Uh-huh. So uh, that's why I, I didn't understand. I didn't notice that he was that sick, and he was breathing fi- like kind of fine, kind of fine. He was breathing fine because he was just lying down on the couch. I guess he didn't need to breathe that much. <laughs> and um, yeah, so his fever was low. Turns out that fever, especially in kids, fever that lasts like two days or something, or three days. If it's low, it's because your body is like so infected, like the white blood cells are like out of control. And oh. your fever, yeah, so the fever is low, doesn't mean that you're not, like, really sick, which was the case with him. Oh, the doctor wow. did a blood test, and he's like, oh, he's full of white blood cells. <laughs> Hospital time. So this time, too, I was scared, and I took him to the doctor, and they did the COVID tests on both of them. And my daughter, like, she she was fine. Um, I mean, she was a little bit tired, but she was, like, not really coughing, or she didn't have fever anymore. And on the COVID test, my daughters came out almost, you couldn't even see the line, almost. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really mild, though, because they got vaccinated. So it's... Oh, that's good. Like, they have to stay home. You know, mm-hmm. because... So we're going to have a COVID Christmas. <laughs> but, okay, so I'm departing today from the kind of supernatural kind of stuff. Okay. So, for the new year, I'm going to try to be a better person. <laughs> <laughs> And we all have to be better and learn more things. So I'm going to present myths that people believe. And we're going to clarify them here today. Ooh, I feel like there'll be a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. So actually, I stuck to two for today. Okay. Yeah, I like this. And I mean, there's a lot of things. And I just chose these two. I think I'm, I'm going to revisit this because it's actually pretty interesting. And I learned. Ooh. And you will learn. Everybody will learn. Yes. We're going to become better people. So let's just go right in. Oh, we forgot to say our names. We didn't even introduce ourselves. (laughs) Uh, I'm Carol. (laughs) And I'm Elise. And this is... And then it got weird. And, um... (laughs) You know what I'm going to ask you. I'm rushing. You know what I'm going to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. (laughs) There is... Okay. All right. Um, so you can always reach us at our Instagram at itgotweird.podcast. Reddit is and then it got weird. And our Gmail is itgotweird.podcast at gmail.com. Okay. Um, now, let's go straight into <clears throat> these two myths that people believe. And I did too. Number one, let's talk about polygraphs. Oh, okay. What do you think when uh, I say polygraph? Well, they're the the ones that like you see on shows where the cops use mm-hmm. um, to tell whether someone's telling a lie, and they use it for like crimes, apparently. Right. Um, we see them in movies, especially. I think majority yeah. of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I remember, for example, um, the one that I remember is um, "Meet the Parents." <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, you too, right? Is that the yeah. one that first comes to mind? Yeah, for me too. Yeah. So turns out. An- I had heard a little bit about this. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've heard of it. But turns out that they're not reliable. Yeah. Oh, so you knew about this? Yeah, yeah. Fine. You ruined but- this shit for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like this is something that, you know, when I was younger, like I, I believed was true. Because mm-hmm. like you said, like we we see it in, in media and everything. And it's associated with cops. So you're like, hey, you know, they know what they're doing. They're yeah. doing things correctly. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so to uh, clarify, I think most people know, but just in case, a polygraph is a lie detector. And they're basically used, uh, it's basically a combination of some medical devices that are used to monitor some changes that happen in a person's body when they're 
you know, being asked some questions. So the monitors, they change according to the person's heart rate, the blood pressure, respiratory rate, and this thing called, fancy word, electrodermal activity, which is Ooh. how much you sweat. Um, yeah, this is oh. about like your fingers, I guess, sweaty hands. And uh -huh. they measure this in comparison to the normal levels that the person had previous to being asked the questions, right? And mm -hmm. if there's fluctuations, it's supposed to indicate that somebody is not saying the truth, or they're being deceptive, deceptive, you know? So one thing, of course, that is easy to like, oh, okay, so it's not reliable, reliable because sometimes some people are more prone to anxiety than others, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, for example, for me too, like when they try to take my blood pressure, I feel like I always tell the people that my blood pressure is going to get higher because I get nervous. Um, yeah, oh, because really? I don't like the... F okay. You know how I have, like, issues with... <laughs> <laughs> you know, can you just go ahead and maybe you should say it. Yeah, you're very... Mm, like, you don't like your blood being drawn. You know, <laughs> Most people really like don't, the dentist. <laughs> I, like, just look at the needle going. Oh, God. That's <laughs> <laughs> so nasty. Um, no. But I think for you, you're, like, pretty particular about those things. <laughs> you're so kind. <laughs> pretty particular. <laughs> I'm just ridiculous. Like, I'm aware. <laughs> so when they put the, the that, that sleeve, you know, on your arm, and they start to pump. Mm-hmm the the thing that just inflates and starts to put pressure on your on your arm it's, yeah. like, it's so gross <laughs> gross it's just nasty because i can start to, i can feel like my pulse on my arm you know and i'm no. aware of my blood flowing through my body it's so <laughs> nasty <laughs> and i start laughing and i always tell the doctor or the nurse or you know whoever's taking I'm like, oh, you know, I'm sorry, but it's probably going to be higher than usual, you know, because I can feel my mm -hmm. heartbeat just speed up because I get, I guess, anxious, you know, and I just start laughing. Mm -hmm. That's funny. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I would probably fail a lie detector. I kind of like the pressure. They what is wrong with arm. you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I like it. What the hell? Wow. We're learning a lot. <laughs> why why do you like it i, I don't know it, it just feels dirty. like you're so stupid there's no way that sounds right dude. no it just <laughs> hear yourself it just <laughs> it just feels secure what does make it sound better oh god all right okay let's talk no, no, about no, 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 no. i like that you're mentioning my issues meanwhile you're Totally projecting. Total different spectrum. <laughs> you're, 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 <laughs> no, no. So, like, you know how a baby, like, feels, okay, like, safe when they're swaddled? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, that kind of feeling. That kind of safety feeling. You're not a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a one part of your body. That should cause, like, discomfort. No. All right. You know what? Write this on your <laughs> your profile. <laughs> I like it when there's pressure <laughs> in a part of my body. <laughs> so many creeps. <laughs> You're gonna blend right in. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I like creeps. I'm like maybe I am a creep. <laughs> maybe you are the problem. I'll find my people at least. <laughs> Ooh. <clears throat> okay maybe there's like a particular <laughs> corner of the internet for you like people that buy medical devices oh oh god <laughs> i feel ugh. all right what was i going <laughs> was I going with this oh, okay so your your heart rate will probably okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh okay um let's get back to polygraphs <laughs> <laughs> jesus hey 
Um, okay. So one other thing that could also cause uh, false results is that sometimes the administrator could be asking, let's say, quote, quote, bad questions. Mm-hmm. Um, that would lead to someone to like double cross themselves, you know, and mm-hmm. then you can hear yourself saying something that starts to sound against what you know, and then you start to get anxious and you start to answer, you know, um, more inconsistently. And then the other person is going to try to lead, going to kind of start to confuse you more and more. Of course, this is, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes people try to take confessions out of, out of others, you know? Yeah. Um, there's another interesting one. Now, in this case, sometimes polygraphs uh, can be used for the defense. In the case of trying to get a confession, if the defense is trying to get guilty people to get anxious and kind of freak out and end up admitting something that they did in mm-hmm. hopes of lessening their sentence. Do you understand what I mean? Oh, so like getting them anxious to the point where they like confess? Yeah, because sometimes if the, all the evidence is against you and, you know, um, it, sometimes it turns out that it's better to just confess and you get a better sentence, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so sometimes somebody can try to use that. But it, in the end, though, uh, polygraph results are not uh, used for evidence. They don't count as evidence. But the confessions do. Um, <clears throat> right. Which is something that I kind of, I think people kind of get confused about. And I did too. I thought the results themselves can kind of prove something. But it turns out that the results are not really evidence. It's just what the person says written down and used as a confession. Um, now, uh one person, a type of person that could twist the results of a polygraph test are narcissists. Mm-hmm. And I, it, I've told you um, before how I feel about when people start dropping the word narcissist everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I freaking hate it. It's just like, oh, this person just says things that I don't like. He's a narcissist. Or she's a narcissist. And it's kind of like, well, there's more to it. You know, I think there's people that have mm-hmm. narcissistic traits you could have. But like to call someone a narcissist. Or even then, you know, like it, narcissistic traits is like kind of heavy to say. There has to be a lot, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is just me going off on my diary. <laughs> this isn't my feelings. This is like, these are Elisa's feelings. They're not representing Carol's feelings. <laughs> or any of our sponsors like betterhealth.com. <laughs> so just um betterhealth.com is not real (laughs) i made it on last (laughs) podcast and i'm sticking with it is our (laughs) wait what is the real one it's better help oh they don't give me shit (laughs) so confused because i was like wait that sounds real it does (laughs) that's why i kind of believed it because i maybe i'm a narcissist (laughs) i believe my own lies no um (laughs) Yeah, so they don't pay me, so. <laughs> so better help. Better okay. help. I'm sorry, people. If you need help, you should go to better help. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I, I I was thinking, I should remove this, but I'm not. Let's just, it stays. It stays. <laughs> what do you think? Sure. <laughs> okay. So about narcissists. And I, I started to go down this little rabbit hole. You know, about mm-hmm. reading about narcissists and specifically about narcissists and lies, about how they lie. Mm-hmm. I mean, narcissists like a real narcissist, not people that you don't yeah, like. like <laughs> <laughs> I know so many people. Like clinically, clinically narcissistic. Yeah, this is from, I I, for, I don't have right now, but I'm going to list it on the, on the episode notes. This is real, like, medical sources I have for this information, mm-hmm. okay? It's not just me writing shit. <laughs> so studies have shown that for example some narcissists and some sociopaths are able to pass polygraph uh, tests 
um, mm-hmm. because they don't show these physical symptoms that a healthy person would show when they are lying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is because they don't believe there is anything wrong with lying. Right. They live in their own separate reality. Mm-hmm. So they don't feel any guilt when they lie. So they don't have the buildup of emotions that a healthy person would have otherwise. So mm-hmm. they're not good candidates for lie detector tests. Right. Now, I started to read, like I said, about how narcissists lie. And I think it's important. And <laughs> it's important to, to write. I, I learned. I learned something from this, too. Anybody who you can hear this, um, this is a real narcissist. Stay, stay alert. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so narcissists lie because they feel that it is morally required. This is a tangent. They lie because it is morally required. In Morally. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, they would just lie to your face without, you know, just even blinking twice. Because they will lie when something, like for us, you know, what we would call a lie, they would do it when something goes against our morals. And now to define morals a little bit better, um, they're a belief, right? A, 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 a belief, I mean, like, it, there's, it's dictated by society in general, you know, there's like different uh, different aspects that help measure, uh, help determine what how the morals uh, of society should be, like religion, etc., whatever. But also um, in more... In a more psychological way, the word moral can mean anything. It's just what you believe within your, your worldview, what is the right thing to do. It doesn't necessarily okay. have to be what most people accept. It's like a personal moral, mm-hmm. you know, which is probably amoral to most people. <laughs> but these are narcissists that we're talking about. So yeah. they're unhealthy, you know, for example. If somebody, if they believe that somebody is not a good follower or they're not obedient, following the actions required of them to defend their view of reality or what they need. So if you don't follow what the narcissist says, even though it is something that's, you know, socially is not uh, a good thing, (laughs) they believe that you're being wrong because Mm -hmm. you're, you know, not going with what they want. So in this type of situation, the narcissist would feel the need to lie and they would lie without any hesitation because it's required for the greater good, you know, with, which is them. <laughs> and they'll do this mm-hmm. very confidently because they believe they are right. So that's one way that a person can fail, fail, let's say, give, a, give the wrong result in a lie detector test, you know, because they believe, you know, they're right because it's moral for them. Mm-hmm. Now, there's this thing called also, uh, point number two, um, future faking. So future faking is another tool, let's say, that a narcissist can use just to keep the the narcissistic supply, let's say, just hooked on them. Um, so like I said, in their own eyes, they aren't lying. Uh, they can lie when they're making a promise about something for the future. Like, for example, like marriage or, you know, doing some type of uh, like buying property together or running a business or something like that. Like about that kind of stuff that's going to happen in the future. They will make they will say like, oh, they will make a lie about it because it's in the future and in their reality, they're not lying. Mm-hmm. Um, they would promise something that has a possibility of happening, but also may never happen. But they don't tell you that part, you know, see how they mm. manipulate like yeah. they they kind of like omit that part that maybe not you know yeah uh-huh it's kind of they say something and then they leave the butt beat on the other side right like they don't mention the butt right so it has like and, and also not only that but when they promise something it has uh many hidden conditions for example mm-hmm. so for example like if anything goes as i wish it's it will happen or like if anything goes against the um, the will or the wish of the person then the promise is void and then they're going to pretend that it was never made mm. twist mm-hmm. you around just to get what they want it's like mind mind fuck <laughs> now point number three is that it's not a lie if you believe it mm-hmm. you know for the narcissist so it's um for example 
narcissists believe that they are the victims always and they never take any ac- accountability for their actions. Um, mm-hmm. So they create this worldview and they believe it. And if you take all these characteristics, character- <laughs> if you take <laughs> all these characteristics of how a narcissist lies, it's totally you know understandable that they would pass the lie detector test uh, without any problems because what may be a lie for a healthy person is a reality mm-hmm. in their heads. So, you know, technically they are telling the truth and mm-hmm. the results of the test would validate that. Right, because they're not going to show any, like, physical response to what others would consider to be lies. Yeah. So, you know, contrary to popular belief, this machine, the polygraph, it doesn't read your mind. It just measures your heart rate and your perspiration, etc. So it's not that reliable. Mm-hmm. You know, the real power that it has, it comes from people thinking that it can read their, you know, their their mind, their minds, really. And it, they just admit to whatever happened on the spot, unless you're a narcissist. Right. So that's that topic. Now, the next one. Mm-hmm. Have you heard? About the whole uh, McDonald's hot coffee lawsuit? Yeah. Okay, so can you <clears throat> summarize? Yeah, so um, way back when, mm-hmm. <laughs> back in my day, <laughs> there were no um, uh, disclaimers on like the the cups saying like, oh, look, careful, the coffee's hot. So um, apparently... In one case, like, this per- person um, grabbed the coffee and, like, I don't know how, I don't know how, if they really got burned or something, but they made a big deal out of it, um, and then they sued McDonald's and they, they won the lawsuit because technically the coffee, like, no one told that person the coffee was hot, even though, you know, common sense tells you it is hot, <clears throat> but because no one told that person, they won the lawsuit and won money, and then now to cover their butts, um, like McDonald's and like other companies as well started putting that disclaimer like warning contents may be hot so that way they don't get lawsuits again right that's what I believe as well and I think most people believe it and it's it's always brought up as well at least it was I think the first one that started kind of like a uh, what you would call like a kind of like a moral panic about just frivolous lawsuits you know people just trying to mm-hmm. make a quick buck uh-huh. turns out that it's not <laughs> that's not what happened oh really this blew my mind right so like i said it's the case that kind of gave rise to the whole uh like you know doing attacks on these friv- like i said frivolous lawsuits quote quote in in the united mm-hmm. states at least you know like i said i'm guilty of this too and the case was actually the name of the case is liebig v mcdonald's restaurants now, what happened was, this was in 1994. You were a baby. Yes, baby. So, um, Mrs. Liebig, she's an, she was an elderly woman. Um, she went to McDonald's to buy coffee. Now, she was a passenger. <clears throat> she was a passenger in a car that was actually stopped in the parking lot of the McDonald's where she bought the coffee. I think most people believe, and I do too, that maybe she was driving or doing something irresponsible. Like, oh, how are you, as you said, like, duh, Mm -hmm. you know coffee's hot. Like, why are you spilling it on yourself? You know? Yeah. Like, everybody knows common sense. uh, And sometimes people, I think, and this has kind of, like, snowballed into, like, the whole, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Let me think, let me get my words together. It's snowballed into believing that what happened was that she was in a car, you know, like in a drive-thru, and she got the coffee, and she was responsible because she's driving, and the car's moving, and of course you're going to spill it. Like I said, that was that was not what happened. She was in a parked car. Now, <clears throat> um, so we can't blame her for the whole moving car thing, you know, for one. Mm-hmm. Now, she was sitting, and then she had the cup of coffee between her knees. And she was going to remove the lid to put in the cream and the sugar. Mm-hmm. All right, so when she removed the lid, the cup tipped over 
which happens sometimes like if the coffee is full you know the cup is full yeah right happens to mm-hmm. anyone and you know, so and i guess i don't know if being elderly has to do with it but even to a younger person it happens like we spill things right so she yeah. removed the lid and the cup tipped over and as you start to get burned sometimes you let go right Mm-hmm. So she was getting her hands burned, and the whole cup of coffee just spilled onto, onto her lap. Oof. Okay, and now the thing is, <laughs> the coffee was not just hot; it was a hundred and ninety degrees Fahrenheit hot. So like almost boiling, <laughs> boiling temperature. With that is um. In uh, Celsius, just for anybody, Celsius, it's at 80, um, around 88 degrees Celsius. And at the time, the coffee was like 100, 180, let's say to 190, it seems, uh, 190 uh, Fahrenheit. So as I said, boiling. Imagine just pour pour boiling water, a whole cup of boiling water on your lap. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, Yeah, so it wasn't just like you know like oh it's hot coffee Duh. like how are you gonna get burned okay so this is a cup of pretty much boiling water that she just spilled on her lap that it should never be this hot you know it's crazy mm-hmm. um so actually at the time the corporate policy was to serve it at a temperature the the policy was to serve it at a, serve it at, at a temperature of 180 to 190 degrees Fahrenheit. Holy shit. You're not going to be able to drink that for like an hour. Yeah, because they're thinking <laughs> like, oh, it's, coffee's always going to be hot. You know, it's kind of like, no, that's boiling. Yeah. And actually, you know, um, 10 years before, starting from 10 years before the case of Mrs. Liebeck, um, more than 700 people actually were scalded by the coffee burns. And they made claims oh, against geez. the company. But for whatever reason, you know, it, it didn't get the, um, the attention of the public that we didn't know about. We found out about this one, but it turns out that it's 700 people that tried that made claims against McDonald's. You know, for uh, but McDonald's never lowered the temperature of its coffee and it kept it kept that policy. It didn't care. Whoa. now now coffee at this temperature it could cause obviously serious burns you know in seconds um her injuries were not you know like oh you got like a light burn what happened is that she was wearing sweatpants at the time and she was sitting so when the coffee fell on her lap the sweatpants absorbed it all and just kept it on her skin now anybody gets queasy close (laughs) close your ears (laughs) um what happened was that she was wearing sweatpants and it absorbed the coffee and it just kept it against her skin. And she suffered third degree burns, which are the most serious kind of burn. Oh, God. She requires skin grafts. Oh, dude. From this. On her, on her, especially her inner thighs and also other parts of, of her, of her legs. She got, she needed skin grafts. Uh. And the one word. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm not laughing because it's funny. It's like nervous because the one word that stayed in my mind, the, the not the one word, the, the two words, okay? Fused labia. Fuck. No. What? Yeah. Oh. This is not oh. hot coffee. This is a woman getting burnt so much that her labia melted together. Oh my god. Can you imagine this poor woman? Oh my god. And and it's 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 so sad that it's been made into like oh this was just like a, a, media, a media circus or something like that. This is a person that yeah. was seriously damaged. You know. And it was for a policy that they actively defended. Exactly. Not even like oh it's just this one cup that just happened to be extra hot. Oh, and it was policies. That's why they could go back and see like there's so many other people that were also hurt, and they just kept it because nobody put them in their place. And these people just kept getting hurt, you know. So, just as uh, this is this is some uh, medical information that was brought into the trial. I mean, of course, when I tell you 180 to 190, we can easily imagine that's going to 
hurt you. Um, but not, I mean, not only common sense, but also, for example, the chairman of the Department of Medical Engineering and Biochemical Engineering at the University of Texas at the court testified that this risk of harm is unacceptable. You know? <clears throat> and mm -hmm. also a widely recognized ex expert. Let me try again. Also a widely recognized expert on burns who was editor, editor in chief of the Journal of Burn Care and Rehabilitation, which was the leading scholarly publication when dealing about uh, burns, uh, also testified the same way that this was unacceptable and it is a hundred percent dangerous yeah. and it's not okay. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. So it was really horrific what happened, you know, to this poor woman's uh, her legs and not only that but like I said her, her groin area and everything um, and obviously I don't think that she you can't really recover completely from that right yeah so I mean even uh -huh. if you get skin graft you're going to have like a line where you can see which one's like your original skin and which one is the operation you had it doesn't it's not like it goes away forever like there's scar tissue yeah you're always gonna look at your at, at your legs and and her what what about her groin oh god i mean how you know she she definitely had to be you know on uh what's it called with with a, a tube because you can't yeah. go to the bathroom with that no, if you do, like, can you imagine how friggin' painful that is? It's, it's awful. Oh, God. Like, the form, the story has been deformed into this, it just, yeah. you know, like, oh, this someone's just trying to make money. It's like this person got so hurt. Mm -hmm. Now, the sad part, one of the, well, not the sad part, one of the sad points about this, too, is that originally she was only asking for for McDonald's to help cover her medical bills. You know, because, you know, she was, like I said, she was an elderly woman and she wasn't, you know, she just uh, didn't, she wasn't working and she had, she didn't have a strong, reliable, excuse me, income. Mm -hmm. uh, so she decided, well, not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say she, like with, you know, her side, they decided to try to settle the case for $20,000 to cover for her medical expenses and lost income. So little. Exactly. That's so little. 20000 is not going to cover skin grafts. It's not. And the treatment, and hospital stay. Oh, God. I mean, anybody that's been overnight having a surgery, you know, I, I know, we know people that have had uh, surgical uh what do you call it? Procedures. Procedures, yeah. In a hospital, yeah. and they have to stay at least one night overnight. They don't charge you just for the, the operation. They charge you for the anesthesiologist. Can you say that mm -hmm. for me? Because I'm getting tongue-tied. Anesthesiologist. <laughs> like, the food they serve you is not cheap. Yeah. Uh, the stay. So they charge you for everything. The TV. It's crazy. And, and I'm sure they're not... I'm sure you're not staying over one night only and they fix everything. Yeah. No? 20000 But what happens is at McDonald's, they said no. And what their offer was, was $800. Mother! <laughs> $800? How is that going to help you? Right? Like, oh my god. It's disgusting. <laughs> $800, that's nothing for all those procedures that you need. So, this was so just preposterous, right? Um, so, be, they couldn't settle at that, at that point. They shouldn't have settled for that point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, the case went on to trial. And with the evidence, you know, of, of why she got hurt, you know, how what happened to her, and on top of that, their attitude, um, the jury found McDonald's to be at 80%, at 80% uh, at fault. They decided that she was 20% at, at fault for her own injuries, mm -hmm. but McDonald's was 80%. The jury, they awarded 
awarded. Awarded is a term that I've I've found written in um because like I said, I also I'm gonna write the 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 sources where this is a <coughs> attorney um written uh article. Statement. Yeah. Um, so it says awarded, but I don't think it's <laughs> awarding sounds too good. <laughs> yeah. not, I don't think that she wanted this to happen. Um, so she got $200,000 in compensation for the damages and which were reduced to 160000 because, uh, like I said, she was found responsible of 20%. So it got reduced 20% her amount. Mm-hmm. And the punitive damages, so which, which is a, an, another amount of money, because it's, it's not just for her compensation, but also the for punishing the the company. Oh, okay. <laughs> the wording that they used is two days worth of income from coffee sales. Now, I hope that's a lot. Yeah, at that time, McDonald's was selling. At one point three million dollars, they were earned. Sorry, I said that wrong. McDonald's was earning one point three million dollars per day. So she got two point seven million dollars in punitive damages okay. for McDonald's's for McDonald's callous conduct. So it was the jury deciding that you know they must be punished for this because they openly said that they i mean this was their policy and they had no plans of changing it either you know Mm -hmm. so it's like and they've heard complaints about it before yeah hundred yeah there's Mm -hmm. complaints there's people behind this not just this poor woman there's other people now i don't have the details on how other people's uh injuries were but uh, i mean 700 (laughs) it's a lot i mean these are 700 people that actually got hurt and they came up to the company to mcdonald's and and try to do something about it how many other people yeah you know yeah got hurt and like didn't have the chance or the capabilities to to address it right 10 years of this stupid policy mm-hmm. so she was given 2.7 million dollars as i said impunitive damages on top of the 160,000 for her compensation mm-hmm. and that is the actual real story of what happened. It was not a stupid, frivolous case. Mm. You know, it's very sad that it has become that. Yeah, it is. So these are the two that I chose to clarify things that we, most people, I think, we, we don't know the truth about. And now we're ready to start off as more compassionate people, hopefully, for 2023. I feel so bad by because what you were telling me about what you knew about the case, it mm-hmm. was it was like now that you know because I knew this now because I I researched this like when you were saying that it just started mm-hmm. it sounded so callous. Yeah, yeah, but it's not you. So, yeah, and like the strange thing is too, like I didn't learn about that until I was like in college. No, uh-huh. I don't know if it was something mentioned in a class because i don't think it's something i would have personally looked up right and found that on my own mm-hmm. so and that's just also kind of making me like oh that's not good if if it's something i heard about in like a class you know right right because usually if, if it's in a class you, you expect it to be something a little bit more close to the truth right especially in such a case like you said if if, if you say kind of just like oh you know the person didn't have common sense like that's very callous because this person legit suffered like she had fused labia like that's <laughs> yeah that's awful i mean no um, no amount of money yeah it's not well even like when you were first telling me like oh she got the 160,000 i'm like oh like you know she, at least she got some money but then the 160,000 is probably just going to go all to the medical stuff. Yeah, that's for the medical. And even then, like, exactly. I feel like it might have not been enough, <laughs> you know. But then she got the 2.7, so that's that's much better. Yeah. I think she, she, uh, she, it sounds funny. I was going to say she deserved, and like, it's not like she did this, you know, like, deserve sounds mm-hmm. like you do something because you hope 
for some result. Like, <laughs> she, yeah. you know, I don't like, know. No one hopes for this. <laughs> yeah, she's not like, oh, I'm going to burn myself so I can get money. Like, this is awful, you know, terrible, terrible yeah. in, 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 in injury. You know, it's really awful. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that she was able to get some of that money, you know. And it's only two days of coffee sales. Doesn't hurt them. Well, yeah, it doesn't. You know? Doesn't hurt them. Doesn't hurt the workers. So. Yeah. She got a little bit. <laughs> Not justice, but she got some money to help cover for what some damages were. Yeah. Yeah, and hopefully she was able to use it for, like, you know, just for herself in general to, like, you know, enjoy it. Pretty much, like, you know, she should be able to enjoy the the money that she got because of such a horrible accident. Yeah. That wasn't her fault at all. That was not her fault, yeah. No. Uh, sadly, she passed away in 2004. Oh. Mrs. Liebeck, yeah. Ten, uh, ten years later. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Oh, wait, what was I going to say? Yeah, I guess this kind of shows that sometimes we hear things and we're like, oh, we assume... I guess we know something and then we use it mm-hmm. to judge other situations, but it's actually not what we think, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's always good to kind of take a little bit of a second to try to be a little bit more compassionate. I say this yeah. even though I'm really like, bad at that. <laughs> this is helping me be a better person. It's okay, Elise. New year, new you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I hope, I hope that this, you know, helps us to understand that, yeah, be more compassionate. Yeah. Let's be kind to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, be kind to each other, be kind to ourselves. Ooh. <laughs> I'm coming in <laughs> with, you know. Um, yeah, and that is all that I have for today. That's interesting. Now, now, on to other things do you have new year's resolutions <laughs> now that we um, mentioned new year yeah do you ever do those mm, kind of like as an as a like afterthought wow. um but it's never really gone too well <laughs> i remember in school they made us sometimes write down like our, our new year's so. resolutions yeah but I think for this year, I can I can probably, like, draw some up. Um, I would say to be a little bit more active. I'm not going to say, like, go to the gym because that's just not that's just not me. Let's be real. <laughs> Let's be real. Like, you know, I, I'll be I can be positive, but also a little realistic, you know, like walk instead um, of drive 15 minutes of 15 minutes. Exactly. Walk. <laughs> yeah. 15 minute walk. Like, you know, maybe play some more tennis. Um, maybe get up from work a little bit more often you mean from your desk uh, from my desk yeah uh. i work at home so i'm just sitting i wake i'm sleeping i wake up go to the bathroom and then sit on my desk for eight hours Jeez, that's so bad for and you. then yeah and then also oh, and okay so first one is be a little bit more active right mm-hmm. you know Walk more, get up, uh, stretch probably. Get up, like wow. Get up, you know basics. You know you gotta start. You you gotta start small. That's true. true. You gotta put. You gotta put reachable goals. Oh, I forgot how to be compassionate. I'm already breaking it. I'm already making fun of you. (laughs) Wow, that's messed up. (laughs) Um, so that one, I think, also work on my posture, which I've been saying for like the last, like I don't know, fifteen years. Too. My posture's terrible, and working from home hasn't made it any better. Right. And I think read a little bit more, kind of like get a little bit more into my hobbies. These past two years, I think I've been doing a lot of TV and YouTube and stuff like that. No. Yeah. So I think it's it, it'll be good to to get a little bit more involved in the hobbies that I have. That's uh, that's true. I think for most people. Yeah. So how about you? Me? I don't really make them. But um, I was thinking like uh, be a bit a bit more consistent with going to the gym. Like I was doing really good and then I started sometimes I get a little bit lazy and I just end up going like mm-hmm. 
I don't know, like two times a week, three times a week. Probably. That's still a lot. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, like I, I only go two or three times a week. I'm like, that's the amount I was going when I was like, for that one committed. month that I did the gym <laughs> and I was committed. I was going like two or three times and I was like, oh my God, like I'm actually going to the gym. And it lasted one month and I'm like, I don't see results. <laughs> said it right now you were so convinced that you were right the, the confidence in thinking that you expect results within one month of going to it okay let's do math right okay talk about math. oh my god okay so before i say that okay two times four is eight uh-huh three times four is twelve so you've been going like maybe an average of what ten times a month and you were like oh, i don't see results <laughs> in a month yeah and then I did insanity for a month and no results. So I was like, mm, maybe working out is not my thing, you know? <laughs> no, it's just for me, it's it's a little too repetitive. Like, it's like, I prefer like, let's like activities sports like, or like, something. Activities, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like tennis, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You like I feel like I'm working towards an achievable goal, which is, I don't know, like hitting the ball or like having fun, you know, compared right. to like working out and like waiting three months for a result. see that's like you know it's it's true like it's different for everybody because you just gotta do what works for you you know Mm -hmm. um for me i don't play sports and like (laughs) i'm not athletic i'm the most unathletic person um but actually i like working out just like Mm -hmm. going to the gym is kind of like uh but once i get there it's like my my mindset is just like focused to do it Mm -hmm. And I have like a number, like a set number of things that, I, you know, repetitions or like, you know, switch it up. Like I have, I have it in my head and like, I feel like, oh, I'm doing something and it feels, I feel good. And that is, um, like, I feel it's like therapeutic for me, you know, mentally. Yeah. 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 That's good. I mean, you also like to run too, right? Yeah. But I can't run anymore because of my, my knee, you know? Uh, yeah so what i do though like um what i started to do is uh elliptical actually that works out really well it makes me really tired that sounds like it would put more stress on your knees right but it's the opposite yeah because like if you tighten up your butt and stuff like that you can do different moves to take the pressure off your knees and actually you're putting yeah and like you're like if you actually do it without where's the mistake that you know happens a lot is to do the the the, use the elliptical while holding onto the bar like and you're putting your weight on that so you're not actually balancing with your your core you know Mm -hmm. i'm like saying it as if i know shit like (laughs) but i feel the burn like on my thighs and like i don't feel any i don't feel anything on my knees um and my like my butt and my even my arms feel kind of like tired from that because of moving right the one that I'm not convinced about is something that I've heard recently is the trampoline. Hmm. And it says that it's recommended for people with knee injuries. And I'm like, I don't think so. Nuh-uh. <laughs> just like, I have the image of just jumping on my, my knee. Just I think it like it is, absorbs a lot of the the shock. So that's probably why. That's true. This is for elderly people. Like, who, like, that sounds like they shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been on a trampoline before and it does get pretty tiring, as in, like, uh, it is a workout. Yeah, yeah, there's, like, trampoline workouts or something. Yeah, recently. One of my in-laws was doing that. Oh. The trampoline workout. Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it worked, but... Uh, yeah. Did he do one month of it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the... That's the timeline. I mean, that's the, what's it called? Not timeline. That's the amount of time where you should see results if not just give up. Yeah. Exactly. Just exactly. stop. Just stop. That's my motto. <laughs> um, you know who does uh, resolutions and writes them down and actually checks back on them? It has is a it, few years of it. Is it Yusuke? Of course it is. Of course oh it God, is. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. I'm like, Weirdo. out of all the people I know... You'd be the only one who would do that. <laughs> like, he was uh, recently, I saw him 
you know, he it popped in his mind. He said, "Oh, and he on the iPad." This is my husband I'm talking about. On the iPad, um, he he checked like his notes and he has one that it's it's back like years like before, like it's it's writing down stuff like when we got married. I'm talking about like over ten years ago. There's stuff there. Wow. Um, that I know of. Maybe is it on mm-hmm. on Excel? <laughs> <laughs> It should be. I'll recommend it. <laughs> He's getting lazy. No, he, it's just written down on like bullet points. Like, bullet points. Uh, oh my god. I'm getting <laughs> <tired>. <laughs> bullet points. Like, <laughs> He's like, uh, what you're telling me? Your argument is too long. You should. Can you write an email with bullet points? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Carol, help me. <laughs> this is toxic. <laughs> oh man. Um,. It's been like planning this stuff out. Like by this time, I want to be able to do this or that or that. Wow. And then there's a, the resolution was too, and the one that he checks off if he actually made them. And he told me was like, "Hey, you know, why don't we write them?" I look at him. I'm like, "I'm like, you? Do you even know me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> who do you think you're talking to? Look at me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why would I ever do that? You know? Wow. I'm just like trying to." picture myself doing that but i just <laughs> i don't i can't i don't have the willpower willpower or like the future like foretelling foretelling <laughs> like ambition and Am- oh, oh yeah, he's not ambitious it. he's not ambitious at all no, I don't know. He's not ambitious no is no, he like no. is he like ambitious like small scale so that's why he can do like that kind of smaller stuff um, I mean, like, he's, like... I have no ambition. I think that. he likes to have a plan. But he's, like, chill with it. Like, if it doesn't happen, then he's not like, oh, my God. But it's like, he likes oh, okay, to okay. have, like, goals. So he's, like, flexible. Oh, he's kind of driven, I think. Ah. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Driven. Driven makes more sense. That's good. That's good to be. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's good. Just I, It's good that I have them because then I don't have to do it. See, that's uh-huh. how it works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Find a person to complete you. <laughs> this, uh, this is I really need, bad advice. <laughs> I need someone driven. <laughs> someone driven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he has to bring something to this relationship. <laughs> you know, like when I talk to him. You know, actually today, I don't care. I was going to say it today. Like, you know, I, I was talking, you know, I, I had just woken up. He's woken up. And I'm like, hey, you know, I don't know why we got into it. But then I'm like, what would you say if somebody asked you, like, why you married me? And he's kind of like, mm. he's like, he's like, Iyatsu, which is kind of like, <laughs> I don't know how to translate that. In Japanese, it's, it's kind of like, like he's saying kind of like a, a good person. Good guy, yeah. And it's like, it, I'm like, that could be anybody. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, do you even? He's like, no, like, then. He's like, then I'll say you're a good person. And I'm like, am I? And he's like, mm, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's just deadpan, like, serious when he says this. You know? Because we discussed before how he doesn't necessarily think I'm a good person, right? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> He thinks you're a good person. He always says that. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> that's funny. Alright, so we all need counseling. <laughs> you for your issues. Yeah, for my... For my um, pressure. My, my kinks. <laughs> Maybe there's a community out there for you. <laughs> I'll, I'll have my, my safe space. <laughs> Maybe that should be your. Oh, we should uh, our solution. We should all go to betterhealth.com. <laughs> That's what we need. Happy yep. twenty twenty three. I also like it when dentists clean my teeth. What is wrong with you? <laughs> what the hell? What do you like about that? It freaks me out. It's I, like... I was almost crying last time. <laughs> 
it wasn't my dentist. It was my dental dentist, the one that I like, because mm-hmm. he's ever so gentle. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He understands me. <laughs> he does. He's like, raise your hand if you feel like it's gonna hurt. It's like, like your hand's always up. Yeah, I'm just like, Ugh. and it's not even. I'm like, it just feels like it's gonna hurt. And he's like, okay, let's pump more painkiller in there. Um, Wait, so do you yeah. get local anesthesia? Yeah, in Japan, that's how it works. With like needles, right? How do you feel about those needles? It's about like you know return on investment. <laughs> it is because I know it's gonna hurt, but I I know that the the drilling is gonna be worse. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. It's gonna hurt when he drills me. <laughs> oh no! Ew. Okay, so you do like the dentist? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> You're so nasty. <laughs> You're the one. This is wrong with it. <laughs> me. It's a. Uh, it's confession time for me. <laughs> You you're coming clean with a lot of things today. I am. I am. I'm learning more about myself. I don't think you're such a good person. I don't know. <laughs> Stop kink shaming me, Elise. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You, you, you should be more be compassionate, a- please. You should, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>